the mad trip is a happy journey. Because I know that happy is looking out for me. I know it. And even though I know happy's got plans and designs and he's working things out, he's, he's not too big for his britches. He's just happy. Yeah, he can control your life and manipulate it and do whatever he wants. And, you know, and it's good to be nice to him rather than to be mean to him. But he ain't ain't nobody special to himself. And he's not trying to get people to bow down and scrape and all that kind of crap. He just wants to have friends. He just wants to have people to hang out with. Like I do. That's why I connect with him so well. He's my pal. He's a really fun kid, you know. To me, I imagine that he looks seven years old, blonde, cute, just like I was when I was seven years old and blonde and cute before the growth spurt and the darkening of the hair and the paling of the face and the sickening of the gut. <sighs> happy's fun. Happy's great. He, 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 he smiles at you and you just feel good. <laughs> you just want to laugh. It's just great. When he laughs, you just, you're just about beside yourself is what you are. And here I am beside myself because there's happy in the mirror. It's a mad little trip. It's a mad little trip. This happy journey of mine. And so I'm going through life and I'm like, oh man, nothing's working out. What's going on? I don't know what to do over here. I can do this over there. I can try to work on some stuff, try to earn some money. Man, what an odd pursuit that is in life. Earning money. Just trying to get resources in life and just trying to live. And everybody's like, no, you have to have money because we need to take your money so we can give you stuff that's probably not worth the money, but... (laughs) And you're like, I don't know, who's looking out for me? Nobody cares. But if you listen and you look and you decide that, you know what? I'm going to just pretend that the whole world is run by happy. That that divine joy and contentment that gives me direction, that happy will that birthed the universe and all existence and all thoughts and collects it, he's, he, he's there. He's there to be heard and seen and felt from within. That's the thing. It's not out there. It's in there. It's everywhere. So when you're just like, ah, nothing's going right, everything's against me, just try something different. Try something different, okay? If you're going to fight so hard, it's hard for happy to show you. It's hard for happy to show you. So try something different. You know, watch a TV show that you weren't planning on watching. Try something different. Watch a movie you weren't planning on watching. Read a book you weren't planning on reading. Go to a website you weren't planning on going to, you know? Like, you normally like, oh, I'll go to this website. Oh, Tom, someone told me about a website. That sounds interesting. I'll go to that website. Try going to a site you never would have thought to go to. You have no interest in going to it. Maybe you don't like fashion. Go to a fashion website. You might see something there that relates to one of your interests. Everything cross-references. And then you might say, oh, that never occurred to me. Huh, that can help me in my other thing. And that's how happy shows you the way. Because he's out there, but you just have to try something new with a new happy will. I mean, you can try the old things too if you look at them with new eyes. 
But I was just like, ah, I never watch these shows. I never watch those shows. This one looks silly. Let me try that one out. And it was great. It was great from the get-go. I was like, this, not maybe not great to everybody. Maybe not supremely, absolutely great. But it was something that answered a question that had been nagging. You know, and I'm like, oh, what would it be like if this were to happen? You know, I, I need an example of that. I need, need to see it visually, you know, to figure that out. And then someone works through the problem right in front of you. And you're like, ah, thank you. Now I can move on to the next problem. And then you're like, hey, that was happy, wasn't it? Yeah. People are like, oh, well, you're mad if you see happy. I'm like, oh, we all say we see something. We all say we direct ourselves for something, you know? You're like, oh, if you're religious, then you let your religion guide you. If you're science, you let science guide you. If you're philosophy, you let philosophy. If you're art, you're, you're art. If you're humanity, if you're animals, if you're whatever. If you're money, you let that direct you. But money is problematic if you let it direct you. There's, tr- there's troubles when you have too little. There's troubles when you have too much. Other people want it. You got to keep it. Whatever. It becomes your whole job. Just keeping the money. Not doing the things that you loved that got you the money, but now just keeping the money. But when you let happy be your guide, you're like, oh, but it's silly. It's happy. It's a cartoon. It's your stupid little podcast and books. I'm like, call it whatever you want. I'm calling it this. This is working for me. I'm just telling you. I've been doing it 20 years plus. It's working for me. Sure, I get sad. Sure, I get angry. Sure, I get scared. Sure, I feel guilty and remorseful of something I could have done, should have done, would have done differently. Sure. And then I get hopeful and then I spin out and I go crazy and I come back and, you know, just like everybody else. I got to get up and go to bed and get up and go to bed and get up and go to bed and shower and and shave and all the things and eat and this and that and then where do I go and drive here and do that and taxes this and that. I know. I get it. 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 But every one of the religions that I've looked at uses some history lesson as an example at a time when things were different. Things were different. If your religion is even 10 years old, it's different. It's different. It was different back then. You're talking about like, and then there was this person and he lived a long time ago. I'm like, how is that relevant to me today? Why are all the pictures of your religious stuff so old? You're like, why don't you update it? Why? Why? Because it's a history lesson. That's why you can't update it. It's frozen in the past and always will be. Mine is not a history lesson. There was no like, and then one day, Happy appeared. And he was a little boy. Actually, he was a little ball of light. And he was both. And he was us. No, Happy is just that energy around us. And you're like, yeah, but you're saying it has a will. Yes, the happy will. We all have a will. Don't you see the correlation? Like, if you're saying that we're all part of the universe and we have a will, therefore the universe has a will because it's, we're a subset of the universe set. You know what I'm saying? You know, if your um, cousin has um, narcolepsy, then your family has narcolepsy. Do you see how that works? Not your whole family. But if someone says, does anyone in your family have narcolepsy where they fall asleep almost uncontrollably? 
or completely uncontrollably. They're like, yeah, okay, so then your family has narcolepsy. What about your family? No, no, I don't have narcolepsy. I'm like, no, I understand that. But it's your family, so I'm just saying that your family has narcolepsy. One guy has narcolepsy, and you're going to say that the whole family has narcolepsy? I'm like, not the whole family, but part of your family. Therefore, part of your family has narcolepsy. You're part of that family. Your family, I'm just generalizing. It's okay. I understand your objection. I know, but then you're saying... My family has, you know, every, everything. My family has this. My family has that. You know, I'm like, yeah, exactly. Like, it's genetic or experience or bad luck, you know. Your family has debt. You know, well, okay, that's true. Yeah, but you're, so, you're, I understand what you're saying. You're like, you're asking, you're like, you're asking us to believe that happy is God. I'm like, God, see, the word you're using for God is part of that history lesson. That is an old word. And if you're like, well, it's not that old. I'm like, yes, but now we use that word to refer to things that are probably even older than that word. We've just kind of blanketed them all, you know? You're like, oh, well, like, yeah, the ancients, in ancient times and the thousands of years in the past, you know, they used the word in their language, whatever it was, now we refer to their stuff as God, goddess, gods, you know. But I'm saying happy is not is not a god. It's not like I'm sitting up on a throne on a cloud somewhere. He's not a god. He is all light and matter and dark matter. But you're like, oh, so he's a piece of dark matter and he's also a piece of light? How's that possible? No, because he's the thing at the very bottom and the very tiniest part. Down all the multi, 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 multi dimensions. I'm like, well, that's convenient. You go down to, I'm just saying where it is. You want to know where it is? It actually is in a physical place. You point out heaven and then we'll talk. So you just go down to the subatomic, the sub-subatomic, and you keep on going down till you get to the strings. What makes up the strings? When you get down all the way to the bottom, 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 the tiniest, tiniest fraction of the universe is happy. This little yellow bead with a smirk, a high eyebrow that extends well above his body, and two big, long, overall black eyes. You know, like a, like a smiley face, but a smirking, happy face. Going, I got you, brah. You're like, oh, well, that sounds sarcastic. Are you trying to make fun of all this? I'm like, no. You're trying to take it too seriously. And that's a Western religion thing. Eastern religions don't take this shit nearly as seriously. They've been around a lot longer. So, so it's the Western ones that are all like death and everything. And Eastern ones are more like rebirth and everything, you know? You're like, oh, so you're saying the word rebirth? I'm saying that we're the energy. So that's not going anywhere. You're like, I know, but what about the consciousness and the life you led? I'm like, you are you. When you go on a dream journey... At night, are you not still you? Are you worried that you're not you? I'm telling you, you can go lucid in your dream. Take some doing. And you can also go lucid in your afterlife. It takes some doing. And this is how. By having, and this is why other religions have traditions and rites and rituals. Because these are behavior modifiers that help you see things in a different way. And that seeing things in a different way makes all the difference. Everything that's ever happened to any of you is how you see it. 
Not the thing that happened. Because two people can see the same exact thing happen and react in completely different ways. It's how you react. You know, are you a hero? Are you a coward? Are you wise? Are you foolish? Are you... What are you? So all I'm saying is just like, take this as a notion. As a possible notion. That the entire world, the entire galaxy, the entire mixture of galaxies, the entire quadrant, the entire universe, the entire multiverse, whatever you want to call it, however you want to describe it, is all of the same thing. It's of the same thing, okay? The laws of physics that govern our galaxy are the same laws of physics that govern the next galaxy over. And the one after that, and the one after that, and the one after that. They're all governed by the same rules. And you're like, okay, yeah, you know, the speed of light is 186,000 miles per second. And in another universe, it might be 187,000 miles per second. But they would have their own rules. This is ours. This is the one in our rules. And that's not even the exact number. You can even go more precise. Now, which, which way are you looking at the universe? Okay, I say it's all one thing. What is that to you? A crazy, mixed up, rummage bin of a playground, of a sandbox, of a universe where you just got to scrape and bow and do your best and don't piss off the people above you and don't crap on the people below you because they eventually could become above you and appease and bow, you know, everything. I said bow twice because that seems to be a big one. Is it an angry universe that you live in? Is it a sad one? Is it crazy? Mine's happy, okay? You're like, oh, well, that must be nice living in the fantasy world. I'm like, no. It doesn't change a fucking other thing about this universe except the way I react to it. That's the only thing it changes. And that's the only thing I can change on my own. Other things I might be able to change, but that's the one thing I can change. Absolutely guaranteed. How I react to things. And if I say to myself, imagine that the universe is happy and every part of it down to the tiniest, tiniest point is happy. And when you make a bunch of happies come together, then you can make a sun or an automobile or a penny, whatever you want. Out of all the bazillion, million, billion, half billion happies that are there composing those quarks and atoms, molecules, steel beams and brain matter, whatever. Sunlight, electromagnetic energy and waves down at the tiniest point is happy. I'm like, well, why, why are you making such a big... I'm just saying, I'm imagining that the universe is happy. And you're like, oh, so we're all one big happy head and we're all inside it. I'm like, no, I'm saying that it's smaller than all of us, but it comprises all of us. Not that it's bigger than all of us. Although the whole thing as an entirety, the same way a hologram has every bit of the image in every bit of it, Whereas like a photograph, if you zoom up on one spot, 
it'll just look like the leaf on the tree, not the whole tree. But in a hologram, if you zoom in on one spot, you can see the whole tree in that one spot. Because it's coming from every angle, coming to every point. And so happy is like that. If you could concentrate and get down to the tiniest part of yourself, that spark, that will, that smallest point of, of happy, then you could see all the other happies in an instant. And that would be what some would call the Godhead, but that's the happy head. You know, you're like, oh, well, you know, no, it's just, you know, when before they had telescopes and microscopes, people were like, oh, I guess I'll never be able to see more. And I go, holy crap, look at that. It's just a different way of looking at it, which gives you a different way to react to it. Because now you have more information. You can see more of it. You see more truth. You're like, no, there's only one truth. I'm like, no, there's so many truths. Okay. If you look at something and you're like, okay, that thing's red. You're like, hold on a second, and you move in closer, and you see that it's actually a combination of colors. From back there, it looked just like red. But you get up closer, and you see just a combination of, of shades and hues, and you're like, okay, I got more information now. I wasn't wrong. It looked red from back there, but up here, it looks more intricate. And you can go more intricate still. And so I'm saying happy is the most intricate and the most magnanimous macro most biggest most biggest let's talk english good it's the universe and all the universes and it's also the tiniest part of the universe the element of the universe the happy will you're like is it a material or is it energy all material is energy we we, we've known that for a long time all material is energy and this is just happy energy the universe is the happy will is happy energy like Okay, fine. How does that help me? I'm like, no, you still have to obey traffic laws and, you know, try not to die. and You have to eat food and expel waste and all this sort of thing. But when things come at you, when instances occur, when you have something to do, when you, anything, any way you're going through life, if you're like, the world sucks and everybody sucks in it and the world just going to go to hell and it sucks then you're going to just like have a dour expression on your face. Your shoulders are going to slump. Your muscles are going to be tight. And you're going to like drive erratically and just be angry all the time and snap at people and just be a total jerk. And then people aren't going to tell you about that new development or party or event or whatever. And you didn't get invited. And you were invited to some other things, but then you got uninvited. Or they didn't give you enough information so you could find the party because it was a secret party. Or whatever. And so, life is just worse if you think that. If you think that the world is terrible. Then you're going to make it come true. It's not a self-fulfilling prophecy because that's not a prophecy. <laughs> that's just common sense. Prophecies are things that like happen years later. This is like, no, if you're a jerk, people are going to treat you bad. That, that, that'll happen right today. I can, you can, let's watch. You know, I'm not promising that. It's just, but it will happen. I don't make promises. You never know what's going to happen. You might change at the last minute. But if on the other hand, you're like, okay, you know, things aren't so bad and happy's kind of cool and I'm in connection with happy and it makes me want to do things and be things and eat better and stand up straight and and smile more and make funny jokes and just to do the things that I enjoy, you know? Instead of just being like a mope, sad, I don't like my job, I live by myself, oh wait, I have to get, 
I had a family, but then it left, and I still have that family, and I'm trying to do stuff, and it's not working, and and I'm trying, you know, they say do a thing, and I'm doing a thing, I'm doing things, and it's not, you know, I could do that all day, we could all do that all day, we could wallow, fret and fume, and you can do it now if you want, I mean, there's, I'm not saying don't ever be that way again, no, I'm saying be all the ways. You're thinking that you should, you know, stop doing this, stop doing that, and just do this. And I'm saying, yeah, I mean, like, do the good things, definitely. You know, when it comes to, like, eating healthy, yeah, do that. Do do that. You're like, oh, I don't want to. I'm like, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. There's lots of foods that you do like that aren't terrible for you. And then there's foods that you do like that are terrible for you. Just lower the number of the bad ones. Just to start. Just to start. Because you got to do things gradually. Little by little. So just do it to start. And see how you feel. That's the real test. If you feel better, keep doing that. If you sleep easier. If you expel waste better. What? These are good things, you know? So maybe do more of those good things. Get enough rest. Drink more water. You know, like, I don't want to do all this stuff. I'm like, just do a couple of them. Just do like one or two for now. Little by little. If you're trying to quit smoking cigarettes, like I said in Little by Little, the video, then go ahead and still smoke your cigarettes. But... Wait five minutes before you smoke it. You want to smoke it right now, but like, wait. Now, if you have a time concern, okay, fine. Smoke it now. But if you can wait, just give it a second more. Give it a five minutes more. And the next time, do it more, you know? Like, don't smoke, like, as many cigarettes today as you smoked yesterday. Just keep shaving off that number. Spacing them out. And do it as it feels good to you. You're like, no, today I need a lot more than I had yesterday. I'm like, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. This is not supposed to be something like, well, I I can't do it. I broke it already, and so I I failed, and so I might as well give up. No. You can always go back to, to square, and not even square one. Just start doing it again. Just start doing it again. Little by little. Because, But the the way you do it to start is you imagine that the universe is happy. That's how you start. That's how you start. That's just a starting point. That's not the answer. That's step one. When you're like, oh, well, back to square one. Square one is the universe is happy. That's square one. Square two is what am I going to do to try to align myself with the universe, which, as we've just discussed, is happy. Well, um... I'm going to try to give people the benefit of the doubt a little bit more. Um, I'm not going to assume that every person on the road is out to get me. Um, I'm not going to try to race every person on the road. I'm going to find my own pace, maybe hit the cruise control so I don't have to worry so much, and strain my muscles and find something else that interests me on a long drive. You know, music or podcast or... You know, talk radio or books on tape. 
you know, and and let that be something that you focus on. Yeah, okay. And when you're writing to someone who's asked an incredibly stupid question that you've told them several times, and now it's now they're proving that they don't listen, they don't remember, and they're not that bright, or they just don't care about whatever it is you told them. And every time they need to know, they'll just ask you again. And so you would like them to stop doing that and figure it out on their own or just write it down or just save the damn email so that you just print it out and save it. I'd say the same thing every time. You keep asking me every time. Just, you, you should know it by now. I can even find, tell you how to find the information. You don't have to ask me. I didn't make it up. So you could be very snarky and write back and, and do that kind of business polite snarkiness. Like, thank you so much for getting back to me so quickly. You know, that's a really great question. Great. Like you're just stalling. You don't give a fuck about what they said. You're trying to make just it go away. Or you could be like, imagine that this is somebody that I actually liked. Imagine that, that they're having a day, one of those days, you know? You've had them, I've had them, we've had them. And they totally forgot the thing you already asked. They already asked you and they feel stupid, but they know you to be like not a bad person. So, or maybe they don't know you at all. And so they're like, let me just ask again. I'm just so frazzled, but I don't want to like unload on this person. So let me just ask again. And so they ask you again, not thinking that you're going to be like, what a total bitch. I can't believe this. How could you not know what I've told you and I have to deal with every day, but you only heard of for the first time six months ago and now you forgot. Oh no. Huh? See, when you put yourself in the other shoes, that's what they say. Oh, you're putting yourself in the other shoes. I'm like, no, I'm not putting myself in their shoes. Not really. Yeah, they've had a day, but I don't really care. I don't know who they are. I'm just saying that if you imagine that there's someone that you like, then you'll cut them a little slack. And you'll be the bigger person. Now, it doesn't make you like them any better. But if you also know that they could be trying to be happy too. The same goal. We're all just trying to get through this crazy world together. Or alone. Whichever. So... Maybe just cut her some slack. Maybe you can just cut and paste what you wrote the last time and then, boop, send it off. Maybe you can say, in a friendly way, maybe you really want to make that point that you really should know this by now. Maybe you can say, oh, you know, here, I have a suggestion. Why don't you print this out and put it on your wall and uh, it'll always be ready for you, you know, without being condescending. You got to work on it sometimes. He's like, oh, you know, I just print it out and put it on my wall because I always forget too, you know, like... Then the person's like, oh, thank you, you know? Thank you for not like... And, and if they sent it as an email to several people and you're kind of expected to reply all so that everybody knows that the issue is being dealt with, then if you just say vaguely, you know, like, well, you know, I know sometimes people forget and everything like that, not saying that they forgot. Or I know that somebody, you know, might ask more than once, not that they asked more than once. But here's the information, you know, because I forget too and I put it on the wall. And so you're taking every, letting everybody off the hook. And that person who first asked the question might write back to you privately and be like, you know, thanks for not ratting me out like that. I appreciate it. You're totally right. I should remember. I'm going to print it out and put it up on my wall. Everything's cool. Thank you so much. 
Boom. Did you just save the world? No, you didn't. Did you just save your reputation? Sure, that wasn't the goal. Did you just save that person's day? Yeah, that was nice. Did you just react to the universe as if it was happy? Uh, I see what you're saying. Okay. So it's just an outlook. It's just a positive outlook. It's not a positive outlook. It's an outlook of understanding that we're all just trying to be happy. Make that the one goal, the one thing, the happy one. That one thing, that tiniest part, that element, the universe. If the universe is happy, then so are you. So show it. Yee-haw! That was a mad trip. Happy journey.